here's the thing. God is good, <laughs> and we are not. But God is so, so good, good that we are lost. And through his I'm justice sorry. and through his goodness, he took care of our sin by placing it on his son, Jesus, so that we could have relationship with him. See, left to our own devices, and we're some bad apples. We're some rotten scoundrels. We are sinners, y'all. Mm-hmm. But there is living proof <laughs> that God can take what is bad and make, make it good. good. He's not finished until our tree is flourishing. flourishing. We're here to talk about it all. The rise, the, the fall, fall, the, the faith, faith, the, the fear, fear, the, the good, the oh, bad, darn the it. wins, Man, the losses, I about had life, it. love, and, and all, all of, of the above. above. Yeah. And we're here to have fun while we do it. This, this is the Bad Apples Podcast. Merry Christmas. Oh my goodness. Where's the where's the jingle bells? Is it here? Yeah, man. We are back with a Christmas episode with our friend and your friend too, Michael. Is it Jay? It is Jay. Michael J. Skaggs. The baddest. MJ. Oh yeah, MJ. So I'm going to apologize to our listeners right now. So here's the thing. God is good. We are not. We are not. And, and Cody becomes much worse whenever Mike is in the building. Oh, so, excuse me. hundred percent. Mike true. is a terrible influence. He, uh, he tries to impress no, no, no. me. <laughs> My, he idolizes me, so he wants to be. I like am Mike. a terrible influence on Mike. That I don't. No, I, wait. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that you guys feed off each other. Our bellies bounce off of each other. Yeah. <laughs> we got to feed off something. <laughs> We've been feeding off something. <laughs> We've been feeding, all right. <laughs> well, we are glad that you're back with us, Mike. I mean, it was fun having you on. Was, was it last Christmas? Well, no, was, we've had no, him since No, no, no. In the spring. episode. Yeah, yeah. Right. after After, after we got this, we got the podcasting yep. equipment. Because so. Mike got a mic. Mike got a mic. Truth. And so, yeah, so we we are excited to continue our conversations about Christmas. We've got a game stacked up. We got lots of things, but we also have some coffee. And we've been doing our yeah. our Advent coffee. We've been through um, my first one. Yep. Your first one. Yep. Your second one. Yep. My second one was this week. Yep. I had it yesterday. What'd you think of it? I really really liked it. Now you I said it, you said it wasn't a dark roast. That it was blo- not. That blows my mind. Yeah, because it is a French roast. Oh, okay. I thought Which, maybe like French roast, dark roast is about the same thing. I thought maybe French roast. I got to be honest with you. So I love the brand of coffee that it is. It's like, oh man, I'm gonna butcher the name. It's like uh, Orinoco or something like that. I'm not really sure. I've never heard of it. But it's uh, I, I've had their Sumatra. It's super good. Okay. And so Are I you saw sure on it's the back Orinoco. It's for real. It's Orinoco. I was really close. Dang, Mike. Yeah, Sorry. man. That's why that's we bring you the the wisdom. Mike is wow. much older than us, like twice our age. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, he's so old that I had to I'm get a him a recliner. That is true. He is. I'm a double millennial. I'm a double millennial. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. but I've had their Sumatra and it's super good. And then so I was looking at the bags. I was looking quickly, and I thought it said French toast. Oh yeah, <laughs> French roast. So I told Emily as she was getting ready to brew it, I was like, "Hey, that's French toast coffee." And she goes, "Baby, that's a that's an R." <laughs> <laughs> French roast. See, I would like French toast coffee. You I, I, know you I like would. fufu coffee. I know you, you do. do. We talk about this every time I'm on. I like you like fufu the fufu. Coffee. You do like fufu co- I like, coffee. I uh, like I like 
double creamer and and pink packets. And you, you just, didn't you didn't just, disappoint either and, tonight. And I'm gonna tell you right now, are you double creaming? Your really? your green room is horrible. It's my you basement. You don't have vanilla creamer. <laughs> you don't have pink packets. You don't have any any food. Oh well, I mean, yeah, I have food. You just have you to know, go look for it. <laughs> when I'm on like the Tonight Show and stuff, uh, I got, get good stuff. No, you don't get on the Tonight Show. Uh, he does have a, a candy dish up there. I do, bro. Uh, like all chocolate. I just restocked it today. Uh, oh, for real? I did, do you have turtles up there? I got two turtles left. Yep. Kia just shook her head. No. You ate? Did you eat them? They're underneath the the oh. Santa Claus, the the uh, Reese Santa Clauses. Oh my gosh, yeah, Reese. Yeah, they're underneath them, bro. Oh my gosh, oh, boy. Hide, he's hiding. Here's the thing: if I don't say anything <laughs> for a, you know addiction, when you have to hide, <laughs> I'm your chocolate. Him, right? I'm hiding them turtles. You, like, you know, <laughs> if you don't hear me for a solid like. Ten minutes. All you hear is yeah. nom, nom, nom. <laughs> It's because I'm gone up to He's steal the candy. Going to find the turtles. I didn't know that there were Reese's Santa Clauses. Reese's Santa Claus faces. Mm. And then um, in the tin, I have Reese's uh, bells? bells, bro. Dude, the Reese's Bells, I don't know. The what it's it? the same. They're just shapes. I don't care. Something's different about it, Mike. They taste holly and jolly, you screw. The faces, get, I don't like the hair in Those it. Those little bells. <laughs> you don't like the, don't like like the, the hair. beard hair. It is a weird texture. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay, so you like the French toast. I do. I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. You said it was like special. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, man, this reads bitter. You know, like there's a bitterness to it. Yeah. So I was thinking, I was like, maybe this is a French roast, but I don't know. We've had it the last couple of days at home. It's been super good. Dude, I'm telling you. And then I tried... Your third coffee. Yeah. Hold on. Let me look. Let me let me get it because it's been my favorite so far. Oh, it's been your favorite. I had it today. I've only tried it once. I plan on having it again tomorrow. Yeah. So coffee three was La Colombe Winterland. All right. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. really good. I yeah. didn't catch like any like Winterland sort of yeah, so vibe it was about a, it. It was a mix of a few um, single origin like Ethiopia. Okay. Um, I think maybe... Guatemala was in there. You but, two yeah. are such coffee snobs. You're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but it was supposed to have some like a little bit of toasted. I like Duncan. You know, something. Really, Mike? I like Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> That's really like it's, it's 98 hey what's this milk. Is it, is it is all milk. I like me some Folgers. It's yeah. like it's uh, I like Folgers. It's milk that's been you know in the presence of coffee. That's true. Um, but yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. I'm yeah. going to have it again tomorrow. And I'm going to look for those winter wonderland sort of notes. Yeah. And I'll, uh, since I've already told you, I'll send you the uh, what it says on the box there. Okay. So All right. It, I was very impressed. I got it on Amazon uh, along with another one, and I was very impressed with that one. But I looked up some top coffee brands, and for the price, this one was up there. Okay. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this. And I, I'm digging it. Yeah. So. Well, this one. Yeah, man, I'm excited about this one. Do you like it? I like it a lot. It's a light roast. It's light. And you called it. You called it before the show. You're like, it's a light roast. What else did you call it? Um, I think it's definitely single origin. It is a single origin. All right. Um, Where's it from? I mean. This is the big money round right here. You're ridiculous. You two are ridiculous. Um, I believe in you. I'm giving you my, my energies. Is it Ethiopia? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I knew you it. knew it. I knew it. You knew it. I knew it. What? So, what brand? It's uh, it's black and bold. Okay, so I've heard of that. Yes. Okay, so they pro- have. At least it. he could pronounce those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a black owned company. It is. Yeah. And so they uh, they sell that at Target, 
And so I was at Target. I love those for, guys. I was looking for decaf coffee for tonight. Yeah. Because um, we're we're doing our recording after youth group, and uh, I need to go to bed after this. Yeah. Um, well, and so do the rest of us. I think it's like four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> or, might be. or it might be that I'm 87 years old. <laughs> 11 o'clock is the new four in the morning. Grandpa Mike over here. Um, but, yeah, so – it was on sale, so I, I saw single origin. I'm like, no, I've not tried this. Let's snag it. It's super good. I had no idea they were at Target. I follow them on Instagram. One of the one of my favorite Christian rappers actually like does a lot of stuff with them. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. It's super good. It's worth your time. So if you are you know dabbling in the art of coffee, and it was nine bucks. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. We've Nine got some good coffee, and I have broke the bank. I know that's for that's a small coffee at Starbucks. Oh, for I, sure, I know Nine for sure. Bucks. Good lord, yeah. So far, like I, I've gotten away with it here as far as the the coffees go, because the what was it? Yeah. What was how how did I Orinoco Orinoco? Yeah, that was on sale for like. Nine bucks a bag, ten bucks a bag, dude. I can't. This wait. stuff was nine bucks yeah, these a bag. These are all full beans that you guys are doing, right? I, yeah, whole yeah. bean and you're grinding. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait for you to try. I think it's next week's coffee, bro. For the price that I paid, I got two pounds of coffee. Two pounds. Two <laughs> pounds of Does coffee. Does it just say generic on the bag? <laughs> no, no, it's actually it's like a good. I'm like, what? I'm so excited it's about coffee it. with one yeah, accent. Coffee yeah, coffee with yeah. one accent. Yeah. <laughs> and an accent. <laughs> I, I bought it straight from the source. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! All right, I know a guy. Ooh, for real. Okay, I know a guy that he sources coffee. In okay. Oh shoot, the plug. I can't remember where he's at. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. I need to start getting to source some bad apple roasts. <laughs> anyway, he sources coffee, and he, he lives, like, part-time in that country. I, I want to say it's, yeah. it's it's not El Salvador. Papua New Guinea? Um, no. <laughs> oh. It's not there either. Nicaragua? No. Guatemala. Guatemala. Guatemala's the best coffee in the world. It is world. the best coffee. That's my favorite single origin. Yeah, so he he sources, he works with farmers. Uh Christian dude, like the whole his whole goal there was he went to Guatemala on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. And I heard that people come back from those and they just their whole lives change. It does change your dude, life. Dude, yeah. yeah. I have friends that did the same thing. My That's heart crazy. is still in Guatemala. Yeah, it is. And a lot of my money. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I sponsor three kids. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I know. I, I'm. I'm not laughing because it's not true. It's just a lot of my money. Yep. 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 Uh, that's anyway, that's not where I expected him to go with that. No. <laughs> okay. But he. Uh, he. Yeah. He went to Guatemala on a mission trip, and he was like, "What can I do to like help stabilize that economy?" And so he saw coffee as an end, okay. and um, he's he's changed the business name. Um, a cup, uh, yeah. He's changed his name. I need to reach out to him and see if he wants to throw a plug in or something. He's a super cool, dude. Dude, for sure, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Mike, what do you think of this coffee? Tell us. It tastes like every other coffee I've ever had. Why does it no taste way. that way? Because I put a lot of creamer in a lot of sugar. <laughs> How'd you like that pumpkin pie? Yeah. Oh yeah. It it's good. pumpkin pie creamer. I like plus I am so afraid of change. So it's <laughs> vanilla creamer. It comes with being okay, an old, so old one guy. Cup, one cup of coffee, five vanilla creamers, and two packs of uh five? Splenda. Dude. My gosh. I know. 
That's a lot. But it is sugar-free creamer and... Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. It's still zero calories. Aspartame. (laughs) Aspartame. (laughs) Like, every time, every time I think to myself, I'm going to make the healthy choice and drink something that's zero sugar, that tastes like it's loaded with sugar, I'm like, what is it that I'm putting in my body? Because... Is this really it's worse always, than sugar? There's always something that is causing problems anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Except I mean, for if you take filtered water, run it through ground beans, mm, through a paper filter, yes. a natural paper paper filter, Yep. into a clean cup, that's about as good as it's going to get. A cone filter, too? And it's as bitter Why is as it better? licking a something. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's horrible. Coffee, with that? Literally, coffee is horrible tasting. <laughs> it's coffee is horrible, except for I have to you? have five cups of it a day. So when people, oh when you gosh. listen to the Bad Apples podcast, and you have the tendency to yes. think that we are biased and we only hang out with people that are like us, this is proof. Yeah, that we are non-discriminate. We will bring even. The worst <laughs> yeah, haters sure. of the for worst sure. haters. If you open up our here. refrigerator door, literally, there's at least six flavors of creamers in our <laughs> refrigerator. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what? I I, lo- I actually and love then creamer. Angie buys no. Splenda or the 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 pink packets by the pound. I can't do, I can't do that. <laughs> we had we had pink packets growing up, but it was for tea. It was for uh, I iced even, tea. I have Splenda up there, and I actually don't know why I have it because I don't sweet put it in and low. I don't sweet put and it in anything. Pink packets. Yeah, sweet and low. Oh, Splenda, yeah, and okay. it's it's sweet. Yeah, it is. and it kind of tastes like, but it tastes to me like tea. Like it should, it belongs in tea. Mm. So interesting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let me tell you what I did last night. Speaking of, speaking of coffee and Starbucks, I went to Starbucks. Yeah. Um, and you know, I wasn't. Are you I a believer now? No, I wouldn't say that. Did you get um, a latte? I sinned. I sinned and Did went to Starbucks. Did you get a peppermint latte? No, heck no, bro. Did Nothing you get the in... caramel brulee latte? No, that, that, that sounds good, though. Dude, I got the sugar sweet. cookie almond milk latte. Yeah, you did. Yeah, oh, I did. Man, goodness. I took that down. <laughs> 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 and we went and saw the Chatham Christmas lights, which yeah. I really expected not to be impressed because of what you said. And I loved them, bro. Yeah, they're fine. They're good. I, I mean, they're them. they're not like... I'm not saying they're not worth your time. Yeah, they were great. But they're not life-changing. Some people talk about the Chatham Christmas lights like, dude, this is the greatest thing in the entire so let, let universe. Let me tell you a story. I Last cried. night, like Angie's, hey, let's go do the Chatham Christmas lights. And in my head, I'm going. She's going to listen to this and thump you. I know. And in my head, I'm like, I don't want to see no stupid Christmas lights because I'm old and cranky. <laughs> <laughs> and. And of course, like okay, let's do that. That sounds fun. And then, <laughs> and then, so sweet. Angie hanging out with me way too long now. Uh, she drives by, and there's, we see like thirty seven cars. Oh, that was said, us. And so we were in she's there. Getting ready, she's getting ready to hang a left. I said, "Nope, not tonight." Yeah. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, "Yes." She was probably one of the cars that pulled out, and I was like, well, where are they going? Yeah. So she was like, and I love that about her. Nope, not nah, tonight. Dude, people go crazy over it. Like, we, were there, we were there a while waiting. We were at the Taylorville Lights last night. I like. I think the Taylorville Lights are better than the Chatham Lights. I, I would, I would everybody agree Everybody uh, oohs and ahs about the Peoria, that one. That's I've not been to that the one. Best one. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's long, too. So, oh, it's, long. so it's worth, uh, it, it's it, worth it? It is worth the drive up yeah. there once. Yeah. Yeah. So, Did you ever have you ever been to Grandview up in Peoria? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, what a drive! 
amazing. Really? Yeah. Theodore Roosevelt named it Grandview because of the views. And it's, of course, where everybody everybody rich lives in Peoria. That's where they live. Mm. And do they the, light it up? Yeah. At Christmas All time? the houses. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's one of the most beautiful drives. And then when you get to the top, you're in Peoria Heights. And well, then, that sounds fancy. And then there's all the best restaurants up there. Oh. One of the best barbecue places I've ever had. You're like around restaurants, doesn't it? Look at me, bro. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. Oh, man. Okay, so we wanted to play a game, Christmas game. So <laughs> we are doing something that Cody is apparently very excited about. But um, Giddy. It's, we thought it would Giddy be fun a boy. to recast okay, okay. characters from our favorite Christmas movies. So yes, we yes, have yes. we have our like Cody and I have our top three movies, mm-hmm. um, Christmas movies. We didn't involve Mike in this, and he's real bitter about it. Yeah, but we're gonna right. let you're, you you're gonna get your on. chance. To, the guest should okay. be at least part of it. You're Mike, going, you know what we I said about talking opinions. over people. I want right, your sure. opinions on all of this stuff. Okay, okay. So I want you to play the game. You're gonna play. You're actually gonna play double what we play. So you're going to get to. <laughs> yeah, I know. So here's the way it's gonna work. <laughs> So if you said a movie, or like if your favorite movie is X, okay, I'm going to choose a character in that movie, okay, and you have to recast that character, okay, and he's going to pick a person, and you're going to pick a person, okay. Try to pick actors and actresses. I'm looking at you, Mike. From Try this to pick century? yes that people might know. If you I say Doris that, Day, I knew exactly where you were going. <laughs> if you no. say Doris Day, how about Charlie Chaplin? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that one could work. He's, he's kind of okay. like you know, right. uh, legendary. Anyway, all right. So, Cody, you want to go first? Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's go with your let's go with your third favorite movie. Do you remember what it was? Um. Yes, the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Yep. I'm gonna make it easy. Okay. We'll make it easy okay. on the first one. Okay. So that we can get the hang of this. Yes. You got to recast Tim Allen. All right. Scott Calvin. I'm going to recast him with Jack Black. Jack Black. <laughs> I'm doing it. Dude, the Santa Claus just got so much better. <laughs> yeah, I agree. With Jack Black. It, it All right. actually did, didn't it? Yeah. I agree. Jack Black. Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. Like I, I just, can't believe Disney hasn't already bought this. I just think like the, like he's so animated with his acting and just yes. like it would be so perfect. And he's already chubby. Oh, you know what I mean? Like just that perfect. Yeah, yeah that's probably that kind. And of he's got the perfect like he's got the perfect face for it. The beard, like that, like wouldn't need too much makeup. No, come on, man. And you get some of that tenacious D vibe, and you know, and then you be absolutely. able to. Oh, absolutely, Wonder Boy. You know, oh. School of Rock is one of my favorite movies Dude, of all time. Mine too. Like I think that people sleep on it way too often. Jack yeah. Black is way underrated. Yeah, he is. He's so super good. Underrated. Yeah, he's not super versatile. But yeah, he's awesome true. in everything he does. He's a, he's a fun character. Have you ever watched Tropic Thunder? Yes. We can't talk about that. No, we can't. <laughs> but he was... That is the end of that conversation. <laughs> We've seen it. We're moving on. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Mike? What do you think? The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> That's a safe bet. <laughs> the Rock can start anything. <laughs> Put him in anything. Man, pay that guy $25 million. <laughs> You're set. <laughs> <laughs> the rock. That's awesome. That matter of fact, I may say the rock for everyone. Yeah, I mean that's a you safe can't bet. go wrong. A it, rock. It'll make it'll make millions right. and millions. That's right. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if you smell, what? Uh, wait a minute. What part was it? What part was we recasting? 
Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, Mike. <laughs> well done, indeed. I love that. Uh, I don't know enough about WWE for E. Well, I don't like that one because Cody he took the perfect one. So the Rock is fine. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. You got it out of the way, so that was your. That's true. <laughs> if the Rock, if the Rock was for the a guy who's got to come up with six people. Yeah, the Rock yeah. is a two. He was a two fairy in a movie. On, that's some quality. Yeah, he can, on, he can, right he can do he can anything. All right. All right, Garrett. Yes, you're going now. I am. Okay. My third favorite movie. Okay. I can't believe I ranked this third. I changed my mind. My third favorite holiday movie is Die Hard. Okay. Okay. Die Hard. All right. So who am I recasting in Die Hard? Can I, since you made it easy for me, can I make it easy for you? Because I really want to hear what you have to say. There is a right answer here that you're supposed to ask me to recast. I want you to recast John McClane. Oh, come on. I know who you wanted. wanted I wanted Hans Gruber so bad. Really? So bad. You didn't want to to recast John McClane? No, John McClane. It's it's easy. Hans Gruber. Okay. Well, but now I feel like I forced your hand. That doesn't doesn't feel organic. I got to do it. I got to do it. Give me both. I got to do it. John McClane. All right. So, John McClane, action star. Come on. I think John Krasinski. <laughs> I wow. want Jim Halpert to oh, have to go wow. and save Pam at the office Christmas party. That's what I want Dang. in my life. Oh, my goodness. Dude, I'm, I'm picturing him in 13 hours. Dude. That's perfect. Yeah. I'm a big fan of this. Yeah, I'm serious. Bring bring back, uh, oh, uh, is, it, is it Jenna Fisher? Yeah, Jenna Fisher. Yeah. yeah. So wow. bring her back. He can she can play his wife. Yeah. At Holly. The, that's Holly. Yes. Holly, Holly Gennaro. Or McLean. Or McLean. Depends on who you ask. She likes to hide McLean. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. I'm impressed. Dude, this could be awesome. Like, I'm impressed. In the Dunder Mifflin office complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bad guy's Toby. No. Or Roy. Golden face. Anyway. Golden um, face. Who, so who'd you have as Hans Gruber? I'm just, I'm interested. I don't, I didn't have it figured out yet. I okay. was going to wait and, and I didn't have a plan for John Krasinski there either. It just, that's awesome. Came up. I'm uh, going with the rock. <laughs> I mean, come on. Dude. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's for that's sure. That's a no brainer right there. Oh, come the rock. Come on, you got nothing else. <laughs> the rock. Dude. I'm going with the rock. <laughs> He's gone with Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> or Kevin Hart. Right. Oh, <laughs> Kevin Hart. We're yeah. just pulling people from the Jumanji movie. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So I, I don't know. I think it'd be funny. That All would right. be awesome. What's your second? Favorite second favorite movie two. is the Elf, the Elf or Elf, Elf, <laughs> the, the Elf, elf. <laughs> the Elf. <laughs> All right, so uh, helping people out here, oh. Elf. We had Buddy the Elf, yep, played by Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, his dad Walter Hobbs, played by James Con, or is it Can? It's Con. Con. Is it Con? Okay. All right, um, and then you got Papa Elf was Bob Newhart, okay, which was yep. awesome. Yeah. But I want you mm. to recast. And she's got to work with Will Ferrell here. Oh, I know. Everybody else stays the same. Dang. Oh, dang it. Yeah, that's right. It's fine. That, that terminates already, what I just did. I immediately. But um, anyway, you got to recast Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, easy. And she's got to work with, with Will Ferrell. Kristen Bell. No. With Will she Ferrell? Can, she can sing. She's hilarious. That is true. But she's not as, like... She's not as like heartless. Like Zoe Deschanel does a good job of kind of like that angry edge. Yeah, there's a right answer here. 
I mean, who would you pick? I'm going to let Mike get it wrong, and then I'm going to tell you the right answer. Because I'm thinking of, like, someone who can sing, someone oh, who can I don't, add some comedy. I don't know that they need to sing. I mean, I guess they don't need to, but, like, yeah, I don't know. Who's your who's your pick? I'm going Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick? I yeah. thought about okay. Anna Kendrick. Yeah, Anna Kendrick I thought about it. Yeah. She was up there with, my, like, top two. Okay. She could be she could be a little angry, too. I think, I mean, I, I want Aubrey Plaza, man. Oh, like, dude! See, you're just trying to go April, perfect with me. April Ludgate. I forgot about. You know, it. I didn't think be, about. She's literally the twin of Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, kind like of. that they, would be. They look this similar, but that she's would so be. much more grumpy. Yeah, she's like, very grumpy. See, I, I, did, I guess. But I never, can you imagine that with Buddy the Elf? Like, though, but yeah, I guess I never pictured. I think I win this um, round. Jovi's Jovi's character. I think you might actually. I, I win. I won this round. I guess I didn't look at her as grumpy. Yeah, but you 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 need somebody that's like. Buddy awkward, the elf awkward. comes in and softens everybody's heart, you know. But so. do you know, like I know, I, I know we don't. I know we're doing one character, but can I please give you who I want to recast as Buddy? Yes, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. That's who I want. As he's so animated and just so yeah, but he's funny, so weird. He's funny, dude. Like Will Ferrell pulls this off enough that he's you're like so funny. Oh okay, yeah, so he might really believe he's an elf. Popular belief. I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan. Oh, that's you know that's well, okay. In Elf, he's good, but well, it's, there's a place it, for you in hell, sir. Well, listen, <laughs> dude, old school is hilarious. Oh, old school, <laughs> old school was my first rated R movie. As as, he's he's a he's a one lane actor. Yeah, he's uh, he's true. Yeah, he is. But most comedians are. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. look at Kevin Hart, poor guy. Yeah, he's he can, hilarious. He's only got one trick. He's freaking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I guess they're all one trick. Yeah, but we brought up Jack Black. He's not. He's pretty one-dimensional. Yeah. Jack really? Black. Other than Tropic Thunder. He's the same in Tropic Thunder. Ooh. It's just a, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Was, no. You know. I, I think if you were going to go out, Steve Carell can do more than just be. That's true. That's true. Well, Steve Carell, stooge. he's been in some amazing, yeah. serious movies. Yeah. The Foxcatcher like movie. Williams. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's transcends. Yeah, I just, I mean, Will Ferrell, you see one Will Ferrell movie, they've seen them all. I mean, you look, at, you look at. Um, he only does the same thing. Kicking and Screaming, Talladega Nights, yeah, Blades those of are Glory. All the same they're thing. all the same. Yeah, all the same. Uh, yep. Semi-Pro. Um, yep. Step Brother. Step, I mean, they're, uh, he's the same. It's all the same. Yeah. Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah. He's just one dimensional character, and it's, yeah. But, I mean, I love them. Anchorman's but one of my favorite movies. Him with Vince Vaughn in old school. There's was nothing like so it. so funny. There's nothing like it. So funny. That was my first rated R movie that my parents went to took me to see. Shame you're my on boy, you. Blue. Yeah. Shame <laughs> on you're, my, you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> oh my We're going streaky. We're going... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> All right, next. All right. My number two movie yep. is Scrooge. Scrooged. Scrooged. All right. Let me I jump love to, Scrooged. Let me jump to IDMB, IMDB. And, um, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be easy on you. I haven't watched. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't watched this movie as much as you have. Probably I, I watch it every year. I love this movie. The, the The problem is you really only get like there's only one person that you can re, ask me to recast here. I'm going to ask you to recast the Ghost of Christmas Past. I love her. It's Isn't a, that, it's a he? Is it Car- no? No, it's Carol Kane. It's Carol Kane. The Ghost of Christmas Past is David Johansson. Which one? He's oh, the guy she, in the cab. She present. Oh, it's that's right. Yep. 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 He's the rock star. He's he's from a band. I don't know what he. I can't remember who he was. In. Oh, then that's 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 easy. I want uh, um the guy who was in get it get him to the Greek. Um, 
Jonah Hill? No. No. Russell Brand? Russell Brand. Russell Brand. You want Russell yes, Brand I want in Russell this Brand. movie? Yeah. I can see that. Oh, I like that. Yep. I I mean, all right. Interesting. He's got that same sort of, but instead of it being like, you know, cigarette smoke, you kind of have a bit of a different vibe there. Yeah. Or, or. um, Dave Grohl. No. Uh <laughs> got a podcast he's more famous than us gosh uh ufc guy uh um, ufc guy I, joe, rogan? joe rogan joe rogan you want joe rogan Dude, in that joe thing? rogan would be hilarious that's off the wall i know bizarre you know who's left great? field the rock <laughs> you're such a loser <laughs> find talk somebody about, new find somebody. talk about one-dimensional actors yeah you what? the rock no the rock well yes but <laughs> i mean he's got multiple dimensions but he's a one-dimensional actor oh man you know I think my favorite rock performance, though, is when he opened the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium. Okay. That was awesome. Got people pumped. Have you ever seen Walking Tall? Yeah. That's a great movie with him in it. Yeah. And it's the Rock? Not, it's yeah. It's not one-dimensional. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, okay. So. All right. Are you really going with The Rock? Do you know he's, who we're talking about? He's going. He's Let him do it. Let him you, have it. All you fun. did was you tried to uh, go with another musician and then i switched it to Russell joe Brand is a, flea. he's not a musician though Ooh, flea, flea. Uh, i've never heard great talk he would be naked though flea is awesome is that the drummer that's not the drummer no, it's Who's, a bass what's player. the drummer's name chad smith he looks like will ferrell he yeah, looks like will will, will, yeah he don't say that to him he's incredible he's mad about that now whatever they did a bit I yeah know, they were on and then they on, just kept going and they were going on jimmy fallon and, together right yeah yeah all right Okay. Your number one movie. My number one movie. Your favorite movie. Oh, bro. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Oh. You got to. It's it's serve, easy. Please just serve me up. Dude, this. you got to. You got to recast. Him, no, don't give him a softball. Cousin Eddie. Oh. <laughs> Danny McBride, bro. Oh. He already had that one figured out. Dude, I, su- I start. Oh, my gosh. Kenny, like, have you watched Eastbound and Down? No. Oh, gosh. I'm a Christian. <laughs> I believe in Jesus. <laughs> I'm Me just too. Kidding. I mean, Righteous, I, I'm not kidding, gemstones. But, yeah. I don't watch that. Never mind. <laughs> but uh, dude, Danny McBride for sure. For I don't even know sure. who Danny McBride is. Oh yeah, you do. You would Say know I'm, him. You would know him um, if you've seen him. He's he's obnoxious. Oh, he's such a good redneck though. Like in movies, he's such a good like redneck okay, what idiot. What else was he in? He's just he's just this guy. He's just know. this guy. Oh, he's been in everything. Yeah, he's in like uh, the where he was the pitcher or something. Yep. Yes, he's bounding down. Is yep. that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't see that. I would love it. Not a good pull. Not a good pick. Well, it's my it's my pick. <laughs> Who's your pick? It's a horrible pick. <laughs> Who's your pick for cousin Eddie? Um, Please give us Danny Trejo. Really, Machete? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you serious, yeah. Clark? <laughs> takes on a whole different vibe. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, that would be intense. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it would. <laughs> when he abducts go. the oh yeah, when he abducts the boss, it would not be yeah. a laughing yeah, matter. It would like, not be a laughing matter. That dude scares me. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think he scares himself. Yeah, he, he got clean because he scared himself. Oh yeah. my goodness, man! Oh my gosh! And I would want Steve Carell as Clark. Yeah, I really would Steve Carell. He's just yeah, a, I think he's a would, good dad. You would bring in a lot more warmth mm-hmm. there, like, and not just anger and rage. Like, yeah. the the thing that that, um, yeah, 
Yeah. That Clark, real Clark. What's his name? Chevy uh, Chase. Chevy Chase. Chase yeah. uh, what Chevy Chase real does. Clark. <laughs> what, wow, dude. Real what, Clark Griswold? Yeah. What Chevy Chase does well is like that he's actually manic underneath. Like and you you've got that sense the entire time. Like yes. this man is a crazy man. Absolutely. Like, um, I'm very worried about him. Yes. And he it, I mean, yeah. The whole chainsaw bit was hilarious. He's, yeah. He he's a manic, manic person. Um, yeah, love it. They anyway. did, redid it. Who did, who who played him um, in the remake? I don't know. I didn't know they redid it. Yeah, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, they did the guy from. Uh, I can't remember now. Um, Are you talking about they redid Vacation? Yeah, with the Office guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He was Andy Russ from the off- yeah, Office. He was, he was Russ. Um, yeah, and he done a, he did a uh, vacation to Holiday World or something as like a tradition to. His dad. Yeah. Yeah. And Chevy Chase was in it. It wasn't horrible, but. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're number one. My number one. All right. Home Alone, one. baby. Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone. I'm going to, I really want you to recast uh, Harry, Joe Dude, Pesci. If I got to, I'm recasting both of them, okay, Harry and Marv. All right. Wet Bandits. Let's do it. Yeah. You got to get both the Wet Bandits. Oh, man. All right. So what made Joe Pesci. Pesci so like awesome in that is like he's just he's not a comedian no he's not so I feel like why are you oh. trying to set this up to sell it I'm trying to give myself some time to think uh, of yeah something. I know just say like 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 <laughs> <laughs> you're such a critic you're not supposed to criticize the show when you're on the oh, show that's true okay that's, true. that's not I, the way I feel we like I'm part of the show so I can criticize I know when you're on the show you can't criticize oh, the show you know, then people turn us off. Yeah. Anyway, do they? I don't know. I lost my train of thought. What are, what should we go with here? It, I think it does need to be somebody who isn't. Well, you've got to have a straight. Yeah, yeah, got to have a straight. You got to, you know, to the comedic. That's He's tough. a good bad guy. Um, I mean, my goodness, Ray Liotta, if he was still alive. I'm. I'm. Let me think here. I'm thinking of all good fellas. Yeah. Oh, this is tough. This is so hard. Um, I would say like it would be. It'd be funny to have. Um, what about like Kevin Hart and The Rock? <laughs> Kevin Hart and The Rock would be it would be hilarious. See, there you go. Yeah, actually, let's be, go yeah, with that. That's my like, answer. I'm gonna, I'm I knew The Rock. Talk. I knew I'd turn you yeah, with The Rock. Like, uh, I, I'm really disappointed that I didn't have something. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, that is bad because you knew who where we. I knew go. I knew where he was going to go. Yeah, you knew where yeah, he was yeah. going to go. Because I mean, and it was the right move. I don't know anybody who I don't know any kid actor who you could you know who we no. could put in as Macaulay Culkin's you know Timothy Chalamet. I mean, he looks no. like a child. He looks like a child <laughs> now. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I mean, I, just, I Robert don't De Niro. Just throw one out there. Yeah, it, I really. I I think The Rock and Kevin Hart would be funny because um, yeah, they already have a. They already have sure some chemistry there. Um, I think like Seth Rogen and Ooh, yeah. pick oh. one of the guys that he, yeah, any other he's of his, with. Yeah. John, uh, what is it, Michael Michael Sarah or something like that? Oh, Michael Sarah. Yeah, he would be the tall guy. And yeah. Then you'd have Seth Rogen. Or, no, as no, no, no. Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill together would be hysterical. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have two funnies. You don't really have a straight guy. Uh, Seth Rogen could play the straight guy. That's true. Yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. 
So, so anyway, I well, like it. That was awesome. That was a, that was a good segment. So, Damn. hey, we're gonna take a quick break. Yeah, and then we are gonna come back. We've got some good stuff to talk about before we wrap up our show. Mike, you've been pumped to talk about this subject. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we are gonna take a quick little break. You ever feel like you need more from your news sources? Do you ever feel like you struggle to see the Christian perspective when reading the news? Don't doom scroll through biased and toxic news sources anymore. We have a solution. A group of Christian millennials think they've fixed the news. It's called the pour over, and it has two goals. Keep its readers informed about world events and keep its readers focused on Christ. That means providing politically neutral coverage of events and pairing it with brief biblical reminders. Go to thepourover.org and subscribe with just one click. Also, listen to The Pour Over today on all podcast platforms. Not conservative, not liberal, just Christian. Check out The Pour Over. I love the jingle bells. I think the jingle bells are a good touch. I know, man. They're so beautiful. (laughs) And it just gives me a warm feeling. I'm just gonna sigh. <laughs> well, hey, we, I'm shaking my head. We wanted to have Mike on, and one of the things that we were doing, we were trying to figure out what we could talk about throughout the the Christmas season. And Mike and I, we had this a really good conversation that came out of being at at camp. And there's some kids that they've been coming to camp for a long time, right? And they got to this point where they asked the question of, "Okay, I'm not having that big moment." Where, where God is changing everything. I don't feel that because that happened last year, and I don't really know what to do while all my friends are having this big moment, and I feel like I'm just kind of like living life with God. And really, it, it brought up this question that they weren't asking, but to phrase it a different way is, why, why isn't God content with the last hard thing I did? Correct. Yeah. With that last thing I accomplished, mm. why is he continuing to push me on and open a new door and ask me to do something new? And this is especially a sweet topic for you, Mike, because you graduated some boys on and you got a new group of boys now. Right. And so, like, right. that was a long, hard slog. Yeah, very much. And, and it was a it was a good, but you know, yeah, it's been a, it's it's a, when I first became a Christian, um, I was I was not here in Springfield. And so when you're on fire, then then it was like, okay, God told me, mm-hmm. you have to go back to Springfield. You have to. And my kids were here. and But it's a hard thing to start listening to God's will. Yeah. Um, mm. But that was, at that point, that was something I wanted to do anyway, because I sure. knew I had to be back with my kids. And now, you know, I've, I've come to love Hope Students. Mm-hmm. And I love it there. I'm comfortable there. And I'm good at it. But since this big transition of graduating a group after seven years, and now I have a new group, um, I've really been praying about, is this where I want to be? And is this where I need to be? Mm. Um, And I think it's where I want to be. I definitely know it's where I want to be. And it's easier for me because I'm good at it. Um, But the more and more I pray on it, I really feel like God is pushing me away from that um, into something else. Yeah. And so I was talking with Angie, and it's like, how do you reconcile um, God's will for your life to your want for your life? Sure. Mm. And that's a hard thing because we are so indoctrinated into the self 
that it's it's got to be what I want. I Absolutely. mean, why can't I do what I want while also doing God's work? Yeah. And you ha- when you when you really are submitting to God's will, yeah. it's not like that. Yeah, no. absolutely. It's not. very a rare thing when God's will and your <laughs> wants cross sure. each other. Very much so. Well, and and what this actually makes me think of is like with Mary. So Mary's situation, and what what is crazy about what God is asking her to do mm-hmm. is it's not just have a child, which you know. I've heard that being pregnant and having children is quite the ordeal for your body. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that so. hard for me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I thought it was pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so it's not just that, that part of it, uh, but it's the, there's so much uncertainty yeah, in her sure. situation. I'm being pregnant outside of wedlock. Mm-hmm. And then telling people that this was conceived by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Right. You sound like a crazy person. Yeah. That's a perfect example, though, of what we're talking about. That, yeah. How does that even reconcile? Yeah. No. And, and what's But what's what's wild, though, is that her response isn't, God, I don't know. She, she doesn't do yeah. what all of these heroes of the faith do. Right. Where, like, Moses is like, hey, maybe find somebody else. I can't talk to people. You know, we don't... We don't see yeah. God having this this conversation like he does with Joshua where yeah. it's be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. Nobody needs to psych her up. Nope. She just says, I'm the Lord's servant. I'm right. going to do. Here I am. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One do of it. the most beautiful moments in the Bible. And, yeah. and she, here's this young teen girl. And yeah. Boom. Submit. So much faith. Yeah. And, and you contrast that again with Zechariah. Right. And the right. Lord said, this is going to happen. He said, well, why don't you prove it? And he said, well, why don't you not talk, you yeah. know, uh, for the next nine months? Yeah. And so that's that's wild. You see that that contrast. But what I'm getting at is that Mary, though she got it right then, she doesn't get it right forever because we see a, a situation in Jesus's ministry where his mother and his brothers yeah. are there to pull him out of ministry. Yep, to pull him out of the the scene that he is causing, doing what he's doing. Yep, and I gotta believe. That at some point, Mary, at, she was like, listen, God, I did my thing. Yeah. I did what you asked me to do. I did this hard thing. I endured all that. Yeah. I ran to Egypt. I did everything you've asked me to do. And now you're going to take my son from me. Because she knew where this was going to lead, For right? Sure. Right. Mary you knew. Know? And she knew the rumblings. Yep. So when his mother and his brother showed up, it was like, hey, buddy, you got to got to know because this isn't going to end well. Yeah. And, you know, and Jesus, of course, you know, this is the people that are here with me. And these are my mothers or my mother and my brothers. This is my family, the people, my disciples. This is where I'm supposed to be, essentially. And, you know, and Mary gets it right later. And his brother, James, gets it right late. And I don't know about his other brothers. Maybe they get it right, too. Their letters just didn't make it to us. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, like we see some some resolution there. But it comes back to that question of why isn't that last hard thing enough? Why, why is he always moving us on to something else? And Mike, I'm, I'm, I love what you shared there too about, is he moving me on to something different or is it just the same thing that I'm doing has changed so much that now this is hard in its own way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Mm. So I don't know. Cody, what do you think about all this stuff? Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a, such a tough question because I feel like 
a lot of times in my life, I've tried to mold my will to God's will, or I've tried to mold God into my will. Like God's will to your will or your will to God's will? Like I've, I've, I know what I want. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. what I feel like I want. And I've tried to kind of push God sure. towards my want and yep. what I think my will should yep. be. Like, all right, God, this is what I feel like I really want to do. So God, I'm going to, I'm going to find all the scripture and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, try to move the heavens to try to try to get you to bend to my will when really it was God, your will be done. Um, and a lot of the times that I look back on where I feel like I know that I'm, I was in God's will and I'm in God's will. It really wasn't what I was expecting sure, or wasn't what maybe I wanted, but being in God's will was so much greater than what I wanted, even though it wasn't what I wanted, you know, in the beginning. Yeah. And it's more rewarding on the other side of it. For sure. I mean, for sure. But you don't really see that. No. When you're wanting what you're wanting. Well, I mean, you know, you talked about coming to Springfield, even though you wanted that. You, did you imagine the richness that you would no, experience? No, I was scared to death. Yeah. Yeah. I was no. scared to death. Like, but yeah, I can't. Looking back, it's so much more than I could ever have hoped for. Sure. Yeah. So. And so the, the other thing here is I think that why isn't God content with the last hard thing I did? I think that one of the answers there is like doing the hard things is what causes the growth. Oh, yeah. When you stop doing those hard things, it it shuts down the growth process. Yeah. Uh, It's like exercising. If you're not lifting weights that, like, strain your muscles. Yeah. Cody doesn't even understand that. No, no, I don't. That (laughs) metaphor just went right over Cody's head. You're having a deep moment. I'm sorry, deep (laughs) moment. But, uh, yeah. So, but the stretching, the breaking of that, that, that helps grow you. For sure. But it also sucks. It's so painful. It is. It's it is. It's just how do I reconcile yeah. what I want and yeah. I'm gonna be miserable. God, do you know how miserable I'm gonna yeah. be? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's terrible. Yeah. It's a, it's and a, especially when you get the first inklings of you want me to do what? Yeah. Where? Yeah. 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 No way. And what's worse and Mary's situation. And I think like my first situation, and and I know your first situation, Mike, and pr- maybe your first situation too, where you really felt like God's put something in front of me, right? Like He just put it in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like you you don't have a plan B. Like this is it. Yeah. Like this is plain and it's obvious and it's clear. Yep. It is like um, you got Mike. You got to get your life together because you're missing out on this. Like you 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 are hopeless without me. Right. Like everything else isn't working. Yeah. You know, Garrett, your your future. Don't waste it, man. Don't mm. waste what's in front of you mm. with with chasing after whatever it is that's going to make just you happy. I don't know what your thing is necessarily, Cody. Yeah. Like, um, do you have a thing? Um, I'd put you on the spot. I mean, not anymore. I already had a thought. Anyway, <laughs> um, maybe I mean, it happened, uh, Cody. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's a different but, thing, though. That's the life altering thing. Sure, but those are easier because yeah, there's, those there's, definitely. There's, there's no. There's those no other. Easy. There's yes. no other option. It's like this is you've got to you've got right. to do this or you're going to choose this no other path. Al, no alternative. This right. is this is the only route. But the more me. you walk with Jesus, the more that He allows you to go out and make those decisions. Right. Mm. What's what's so much harder about mm. yep. God and the way He operates is He doesn't just dictate that you have to do X yeah. every single time. Yeah. Right. And He opens the door where it's Mike. Do you, 
do you want to continue doing this with students or do you want to walk through this other door and see what happens? Mm. You know? Um, and and we're not, we don't need to process that here on the podcast. Maybe we do. I don't know. But, you know, that's the, uh, I, you know, because I'm very biased in this situation, just <laughs> as the youth pastor. Um, so I don't feel like I can speak no, to this. Well, like I've a, you, already, know. you know I've already committed for Yeah, I know. The rest I, of, I got you. You know, you know. Um, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cody's actually dead to me. That's why no, Mike's yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Um, no. Transitioning out. <laughs> so what's harder is that he, he leaves us in this situation where we have to to choose. Yeah. And sometimes it's choosing between the good and the bad, like what you were talking about, Cody, yeah. just a second ago. But oftentimes it's choosing between the good and the good. It's like right. true. That's true. Or the good and the better. That's true. And that's hard. Yeah. That is yeah, for sure. Especially when there's good that is really comfy good. Yep. Absolutely. And the better is more uncomfortable. Yep. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it does. I mean, yeah. There's there have been some situations where um God forced me into situations where I didn't want to be there. Yeah. And I, I had to be there. And it wasn't wasn't what I wanted, wasn't what I I didn't think I'd signed up for that, but the situation dictated my my presence as a pastor. Yeah. Whether you know, and and it's all been surrounded with loss. Mm. But then there's been these moments where the door has opened, like, you don't have to be there. You can be there. You've got the opening to be there, but you don't have to be there. Yeah. You can do some things that are supportive, but you don't have to be in it, or you could be in it. And I've chosen to not be in it. Yeah. And I regret those things. But I did it from the place of, like, I know it sucks. Yeah. I just know it hurts. And I I think that... I still chose good in those situations, but I missed out on the better, right? Um, because I was I was focused on on self preservation. Yeah, that's deep. So I don't, I don't know if you guys have similar feelings yeah. there. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Well, share. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I was just. I, I feel like I've been in similar situations where, like, it, and it won't be as elegantly put as Garrett. It never like, is. Yeah, for sure. Um, but definitely been in situations where out of self-preservation, yeah, you know, um, made the, made the choice sure to kind of stay out of that, that moment when the, when the better was clearly an option. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mike, I don't like, there it is. Um, I don't see that as much with you because you're just kind of a run in and you're going to be in that situation that's a, from the outside looking in. That's true. That is true. So, um, but I get frustrated. Angie and I were talking about it um, with this group of kids. Yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm as, a, as effective with them as I was with my other group. And maybe yeah. it's too short a time limit to, sure. to yeah. know if I am being affected. Yeah. But it's that, it's, yeah, it's that um, uncomfortable or just don't feel like I'm really doing anything. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm all for usually running in and jumping in head first. Yeah, um, it's just that it's just been on me. It's, it was a strange thing because if you would have asked me last year, um, "Are you ever leaving Hope students?" It'd be no. There's yeah. no chance that I'm ever not going to be leading high school students. Yeah, 
Um, and then just like, like you said, Garrett, you know, God puts it in front of you. I don't, he's not necessarily sure. saying you have to move right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just put it in front of me that, you know, there are other things you can be effective in other areas. You mm. don't have to, it doesn't have to yeah. be just with high school kids. Yeah. And it scares me. And I'm like, really? Yeah. You want me to do what? Mm. Well, it's harder because there's, there, something new is always harder because it's new. And, yeah. it's, and one of the things that you'd said earlier is you're scared to death of change. And I know you said it in jest. No, but it's true. But change is scary. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, and all and all change is lost, yeah, too. You're, is. You are moving on from something that was, and you're moving into something that's new. And that always makes things difficult and yeah. scary and fill in the blank. But, again, we've already talked about this. When, when we put ourselves in those positions mm-hmm. where we have to lean, on God's provision. Yep. When we have to 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 lean on on Him, we, our faith will grow. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, one For sure. and we talk about that with giving moments all the time. It's like you know when you give, mm-hmm. you're not giving because the church needs your money, right? Um, you're giving because it, what it's doing is it's it's testing your faith. You're yeah. you're putting yourself in a position, and it's good for other people. And don't get don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying that people don't benefit from sure. gifts. Sure. But you benefit too as a uh, a giver because it forces you into that situation where it's like I have to trust that God's going to make up the difference here. Yes, dude. And and we do that not just with our money but also with our efforts. Yep. Um. And so having a something on the horizon, stepping into that, right, is scary. Yeah. I um. Just and this might be a little bit different, but kind of speaking in the in the vein of like like my want what I felt like God's will was. I think um, when I was going through the transition um, with divorce and really my want was I really want to go back home. Mm. I really yeah. want to, I want to move back home. I want to, I want to find the comfort of uh, people who are going to love me, people who I know, people who are going to be, you know, around me. I want that comfort. That's what I know. That's where I need to be. But like, there was this, there was just this, um, you know, feeling I had that I really felt like God was, was saying, you know, you don't have to do that. Obviously you can do that, but there is growth and healing that you can find here. And the more I prayed about it, the more I really felt like, all right, you know, I can heal outside of the shadow of, of my family and everything that's comfortable to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I can, I can still grow and I can still bloom in a, in a, in, in soil that I wasn't planted in. Yeah. Uh, initially. And, um, so I decided to stay here. I, I, you know, I started going to hope church and I just felt like it was just an amazing, um, you know, like God, how can you, how can you be doing this? How can I be finding this healing, this growth, all this when I'm outside of what I felt like I wanted and, and God just kind of really walked me through all of that. And it was just this really beautiful, you know, it was very scary to be honest with you. It still is scary. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, but I had to trust God for that provision that you were talking about. I had to trust God for, you know, making new connections, making new relationships. And here I am, you know, like I'm hanging out with Mike Skaggs. That's yeah, I mean, true. you know, I met Mike Skaggs. Plus, it's not West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my mom's listening, so. Oh, hi, mom. 
<laughs> my mom specifically said she's listening because Mike's on. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, that'll anyway, be, that'll I mean, be two extra listens because I don't listen unless I'm on either. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> but uh, I mean, but anyway, just like that, you know, that weight of this is what I want, but this is what I really feel like God can do if I have faith. If I if I you know do something that I'm really uncomfortable with, and you know, I mean, I really feel like there's been a lot of fruit with that. How, how many people do you really think put God's will above their want. <laughs> Honestly. I don't know. It's that, hard. I don't know that it's like a I don't that's not, not a hard a and fast problem. Yeah, that's not a that's not a hard and fast but rule. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because like somebody might make the right choice once or twice. Yeah. And then they might make the wrong choice like or the op, I guess not the wrong choice, but like they might choose their want over the will. Right. It's throughout so, the day it's, the funny it's, thing is no matter how many times god shows up and says i told you my way is better mm. we still go I, but i want this yeah. yeah i want this i'm not choosing your will i'm choosing my want sure and yeah. it's not and it's not so straightforward either so we talked about god's will a little bit when we were talking about prayer yeah and one of the things that came out of that is like you've got to put yourself in a position where you can say this is definitely something that Jesus would have me do because mm. oftentimes for me at least yeah God's not chirping in the background of saying like this is what you do hey this well, is he it this is your thing me. right you know right. like this is this is the this is the next right thing this is what you should do and then I'm like hey shut up you know like I'm gonna do what I want yeah like yeah. Uh, that, that it doesn't necessarily work that way for yeah. me instead what it is it's that discipline of th- living life and and seeing what's in front of you and yep. the landscape and being like well, what would what would Jesus do here? Yeah. Like, what is his next right step? Right. Like, how would he handle this situation? Yeah, that's interesting because I was just thinking, like, I where where do we stand with, um, you know, make it like when we're presented with choices, mm-hmm. and like you said earlier, there's a good and there's a good, or there's a good and there's a better. Like, yeah. it, it may not be a bad and a good, and if we go down this path, we're doomed for the rest of our our days because we wasn't in God's will. Like, is there, is there this, you know, this roundabout path that eventually just gets us back to where God wanted us in the beginning? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, but I, like, think, I think I feel what you're saying there, but, and, and I think that too, I think that there is, there's going to be a, a time when we're in heaven and we're going to see people that we saw choose their will. Yeah. Way more often than I chose my will. For sure. And, they, you know, my hope is that in the sanctification of mm. the resurrection, yep. that my selfish heart doesn't say, what the heck is Mike Skaggs doing here? Yeah. You know? Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Kidding. <laughs> uh, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I think that we're going to be surprised. But what I also think is that, Somebody who has put themselves in a position where they've had to to depend on Jesus, yeah. their reward is much richer. Not in the sense that they have a better house in heaven, right. but they've had a better understanding of the heart of Christ throughout their life here, mm. and a richer harvest on the other side. I think that there's something that uh, you know Mother Teresa is going to be able to look back on the influence that that God had in her life, yeah. and she's going to see fruit that. I've never dreamed of. Right. 
you know, you think about Billy Graham and all of the, like, the dominoes of just being willing to say, like, to go and preach. Yeah, man. You know, and all of that, you know, by saying yes, and I don't know his life. He may not have got it right all the time. Right. But by saying yes, you see the richness of what God has for you. And I don't think that by saying no, you miss on miss out on eternity. Yeah. But by I do think by saying no, you miss out on what God has for you here and now. Right. For sure. Yeah, there's, that's, that's the biggest point. argument for practicing your faith, right? The more you're in your faith, the more you can, like you said, you can hear or at absolutely. least discern what God, yeah, absolutely. what God's will is in your yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you're never there, then you can't make that decision. Yep. Yeah. So, how do we tie this back to Christmas? Mm. How do we bring this back to like the the newness of what what God is doing in the Christmas season that we see in the scriptures? But also, how do we tie that to what he might be doing in our lives. Mm. So you got to bring this thing home. Bring it home, Mike. I hope you wasn't setting that up for me because uh, I think you got a story in mind or something. No. Well, I mean, I always got a story in mind. <laughs> Kick it with us, man. I So I've been reading that uh, that devotional. Yeah. I talked about last week. Uh, it's got this waiting for the light. And it's a compilation devotional of, of a lot of different theologians and people that are much smarter than I am that, that had things to say about following Jesus in Advent and all these things. Anyway, there is this, um, I'm going to butcher it. I was looking in my bag to try to see if I kept the book in there and I must have left it on my desk. But one of the authors talks about um, the way that we have um, postured our hearts. And he, he, con- he contrasted like, the hard heart versus Mary's heart. And yeah. it's a lot of what we just, we talked about earlier, but he had talked about, um, just like the virgin heart is what he was, he was going after. Yeah. Not, you know, not again in like a, like a sexual sense, but like a virgin heart to where you haven't been hardened by the world. Sure. You haven't been hardened by your own choices. You've given your will to God in mm-hmm. this, and you're more susceptible of saying yes and moving forward and, and, going on and so what his his you know plea to the reader Mm -hmm. was restore your heart to a virgin heart where you assume that what what god has in front of you Mm. is the the next right thing or the next best thing for you to do and and try to posture yourself like mary to where it's like hey i'm ready for whatever it is that you have next Mm -hmm. for me and i'm and i'm here to say yes and I'm here to say yes, and I'm not going to let all of my preconceived baggage wow. things. But that's easier to say. Like, And that's the thing. I'm reading it, and I'm like, okay, I hear you saying all these things. Sure. Yeah, but let's tie that back to what we were talking about originally, those kids who were asking that question, what do I do if I'm not on the mountaintop all this year that yeah. I was last year? Mm. Well, that's the thing, though. When you do so, when God moves you to a new location or a new time in your life, that's when you start seeing – his stuff, you know, his magic going, yeah. you're like, Oh my gosh, I never knew this is what was going to happen yeah. out of one small decision. Wow. You know? So it just brings you back to those, those mountaintops again. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just human nature. When you've been on the mountaintops so many times, it's harder to climb up there again. Yeah. yeah. And so he moves you into a different direction. Boom. The next thing you know, you're on that mountaintop again. Yeah. Mm. 
and you're in a, yeah. And so it's beautiful. I think that what we would what we would encourage our listeners with as you prepare for Christmas, yeah. As you think about the newness of Christmas, mm. prayerfully consider what new thing God is doing in you. And and that new thing, like let me like back this up really quick. Mm. That new thing might be a renewed hope, passion, yeah. endurance for the thing that you're doing right now. Mm. Right. Like this is not necessarily have to move away yeah, from it. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, and some sometimes it's just reimagining what it is that that you have here. I mean like one of the things that I've talked about at nauseum is going to um, wilderness, and I love wilderness because it's people that do what I do and love what I love, and they talk me into like loving youth ministry again. Yeah, you know, and it's not that I, I ever hate youth ministry, but there's some times that you're worn down by it. Yeah, and there's something magic about going to camp or going on a mission trip or going and and being there and being reminded this is why we do what we do this is why this is important i think about isaac zinc crushing it on guitar this morning oh my gosh Man. okay <clears throat> kid does i was it. crying like a baby i know you were and then and then tonight when emma price sung, yeah. yeah 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 and it's just something about seeing these little kids grow up yeah. to yeah. be functioning adults, but using their gifts that God give them. Yeah, for sure. In in the way that God wants them to use. Them. I remember well, when Isaac first play, like his first time playing. Yeah, like it was a couple of years ago, I think. But like, yeah, I was like man, Isaac's story is a wild one. And I mean, I should probably ask him permission before I share it. But yeah. it, it is so cool. And yeah. just seeing him this morning, I'm like, this God's faithfulness every single step. Yeah, man. And it wasn't Sweet. like. And what's what's wild is it's God answering a prayer that I knew was prayed for him yeah. that I wasn't praying. Wow. Like I was. Somebody else was. I was. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. And and just watching that fall into place where yeah, you're the, seeing it. You know, yeah. the pieces, Isaac walked away from group, from youth group yeah. for three years. Wow. Like eighth grade and, and ninth grade, he might show up every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then I never saw him again for three years. And then there was just a day. And again, I I, I got to ask his permission before we share that story. Sure. Um, sure. Just because, you know, right. I want to honor right. that. But it's cool. It's yeah. cool the way that God. And, That's awesome. And those things are gas in the tank, not to like, not to do something new, but just to remind you that what you're doing yeah. is worth it and working. Because what I also know is we got people that are listening to this that are just tired. They're tired of, of yeah. they're tired of what they've been doing. For sure. And they, they've forgotten the fruit. They've, you know, or they're just worn down by all of it because yeah. it's not new. The mountaintop doesn't feel like it's on the horizon. Yeah. And really what it, you I feel that. Yeah. And you just, you have this sense of like, well, this is just what we do. And this is just what, where we are. And that kind of stuff. That's maybe mean. the newness. Yeah. <laughs> That's maybe, where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the newness for you, Cody. Yeah. Is, or you listener is that like God just helps you fall in love yeah. or reimagine what it is that's in front of you. Yeah, for sure. That's the great thing about what God does is Isaac's just going about living his life every day. He doesn't know what he being on stage this morning did to more than one person. Oh, in yeah. The room. Yeah, it's incredible. God just puts it in front of you and says, look at this. And, it's and, incredible. And the thing, though, is it's not about Isaac. Right. That's you know, right. That's, yeah. And that's what's awesome exactly. is it's not like, you know, and, and so – if he listens to this, like uh, there's no pressure for him there because mm. it's not about 
Isaac's goodness. Yeah. It's about God's goodness and right. his Absolutely. faithfulness. Absolutely. And that reminder that like that prayer that you prayed for that kid, that patience that you, you had for that kid, yep. it all paid off, not because of your patience or your kindness, but because of God's faithfulness yeah. in that situation. Mm-hmm. So like that's, that's the beauty of this. And so our, our prayer for you mm-hmm. person listening to this podcast is that God either puts something new in front of you and gives you the willingness of Mary to say, I'm, I'm your servant, Lord. I'm going to step into this thing. Yep. Or that you have the faith we talked about. We talked about Simeon tonight. I love Simeon. And oh, Anna. Man, I love that story. That was great, dude. I was like, so impressed. So like um, the, the story of Simeon, if you're unfamiliar with it, it's in the, the gospel of Luke. Um, and Simeon is just a faithful guy he's a faithful guy who loves the lord dearly and the holy spirit spoke to him which i love it when you see the holy spirit speak to to people pre-acts you know like pre-pentecost right because it's special he didn't just the holy spirit didn't just speak to people like it wasn't the thing like we take it for granted now and back in those days it's like the holy spirit spoke to him it's like whoa (laughs) like (laughs) that didn't happen to everybody and the holy spirit spoke to him and said hey you're gonna see the Lord's salvation. And, you know, I didn't go into it with the kids, but this is probably like toddler Jesus, not like baby, baby Jesus. Um, but I don't think they would have caught that. No, no. <laughs> I was, I was like, eh, do I want to explain this? No, they're already, you know, um, anyway, so they, uh, where was I going with that? Anyway, his, his faithfulness. So Simeon's yeah. faithfulness yeah. is rewarded. And you see God show up and say, Hey, the Holy Spirit spoke to you. Yeah. You're going to see my salvation. He sees the salvation. He's like, God, you're faithful. I'm done. Yep. I'm good. Yep. Like checked out. Yep. yep. You can take me. Yep. You can take me home. Love I'm. It. I have, my life is complete. And I think that sometimes we just need that encouragement. Absolutely. Of just being reminded yep. that what you're doing yep. matters. Like what you're doing, like what the Lord has called you to, mm. is making a difference. Yeah. And 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 your faithfulness is really just a small trickle down of the faithfulness of God that you get to share with other people. Mm. Isaac shared it this morning. Yeah. So, question: Do you think the Holy Ghost wears a sheet? Do you think he's like up in heaven going, <laughs> and then God goes, Holy Ghost? This is not an episode of Scooby-Doo. Angie. (laughs) This is not Scooby-Doo. Why are you wearing a sheet? (laughs) Holy gold. I hope so. I do too. I love that guy. I love Scooby-Doo. So if it's anything like Scooby-Doo, I'm down. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, Lord forgive us. You you got way too heavy. I had to lighten it up. Hey, man. That's where we we land heavy. We land heavy. Yeah, Mike, come on. I Um, land heavy. So Speaking I, of landed heavy, dude, did you see me when I repelled at? Uh, yeah, I saw the sky? video. <laughs> I landed heavy. You repelled. Uh, oh what gosh. rope holds? Angie you? has a video of it. <laughs> Angie has a video of it. What so, kind of rope did you so, have? Okay. Oh my gosh! So I jumped down and I'm like, I'm gonna nail this. I'm dude. gonna look so cool. <laughs> I'm gonna look so cool. I'm army man. I'm old army guy. I'm gonna make my this look gosh. good. So, so I. <laughs> I jump. Look like an Operation I Dumbo land, drop. I do land on my feet, 
And then I just fall right over, <laughs> boom, and my head bounces oh, off the ground. He's got a helmet on. Don't worry. You know. <laughs> oh, my God. No, what was, what was hilarious, though, is so, like, the repel thing, <laughs> repelling is a bit generous. What it is is, like, it's one of those cam, uh, like, things yeah, that you slow you down. Yeah, and it just slows yeah, you down. Yeah, so it's just, oh, like, okay, it's got, okay. like, a brake on it that slows you down. So, like, the, the freshman girls jump, and it's like, ooh. Oh, okay. Boop. I How high is it? The, the junior boys jump, and it's like, woo. But my <laughs> jumps, wah. <laughs> the, the rope is smoking. <laughs> you kind of hear the cam just groan as like, I'm not going to make it. Danny Glover. Danny, Danny Glover played in the movie Operation Dumbo Drop, okay? <laughs> You'll have to see the video. But to be fair... I thought it would be strong enough to hold me up. So I land on my feet, and I'm holding the rope, and it just keeps going. I want to see see you unclip and watch that rope just... They called up for a new, for a new rope. Say, hey, we're going to have to suspend this. We're going to have to retire this rope. Oh my gosh! Uh, that metal, oh that metal cable is like, uh, yeah, no. yeah. It, anyway, wouldn't, it wouldn't retract anymore. <laughs> that, yes. Oh, that's awesome. That so, that was a that was a visual I, ne- I didn't oh, know I needed. Horrible. The video is priceless. So, yeah. oh, Angie's gonna hook us yeah, up with the video. Yeah. So, Mike, thank you for being on. Oh, I love being on, Mike. I love you. I love you too, buddy. Man. Yeah. So, oh, man, I'm hoping this will be the uh, highest listened to because I I will probably listen to it tw- at least twenty times. Yeah, you know, back in the early days of the podcast, your episode was the highest listened to I for know, sure. Now. But not no more. Not no more. <laughs> I am going to, I'm going to send the news out Do it. to every friend I have on oh, everywhere. Man. I'll spam people with it. I'll just say, listen, if you don't listen to this, I'm coming to your house. Do one of those forwarding <laughs> things. Yeah, they will listen. Do, do the forwarding thing where uh, you don't love Jesus if you don't listen to this. Oh, oh you see, uh, that's my shame. Uh, Ten I years shame of bad luck. Yeah. Go, uh, going to oh, hell. Goodness. my kingdom gift. That's, hey, next. <laughs> that's my kingdom next gift. Next episode shaming. that you're on, we're, we are getting rid of the kingdom gift of shaming. Oh, why? why? Because it's not a real kingdom gift. It oh, is. Watch, for watch Mike, this, it is. Watch how this works. Oh, if you don't love Jesus enough to do this, I guess. Not you know, a kingdom whatever. gift. Whatever. We'll get I, into it. You need to love not Jesus Not from the more. denomination I'm from. Oh, listen, that's still not a kingdom <laughs> gift. <laughs> that's a cultish <laughs> gift. There's, okay. Sh- no, yeah, wait, okay. see, you even know it's I, wrong. I, I, know, I, I, I opened it up. I shouldn't have. <laughs> We're not that podcast. Um, um, we're not. Yeah, to, yeah, to, Mike. To unpack. No, I'm talking to you. Oh, what uh, I say? Wait, did you say? Never mind. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's once again. It's what five in the morning or something? Yeah, something, something like, like that. It feels like it's five in the morning. Well, Cody, I think we should wrap it up. Okay. Tell the people what they want to hear. God loved us first. God loves us best, and God loves us most. This. Yes. It's the Bad Apples Podcast. Podcast. Goodbye, everybody.